Good afternoon to my viewers from Earth and Beyond. Yes, my name is Igoni Fina. As usual, I'm your host for Official Football TV Podcast. And today, I'm here with a special guest. Ewoha Denzel, my friend, my brother. And let it be known at first that he's a Chelsea fan. So in as much as we are friends, yes, we are also rivals. So Denzel, is there anything you'd like to say to our streamers? Good afternoon, people. It's an honor to be here. And... I'm looking forward to the podcast. Okay, that's enough for me, please. Okay, right down to business. Um, we're going down to the Saturday Premier League matches. And he's a Chelsea fan, yes. So let's see what he has to say about the loss of Chelsea. West Ham United 3, Chelsea 2. Okay, from what are my questions are, what do you think was Thomas Tuchel's mistake in the match? Um, to be frank, um, I have to say that... Well, I don't think he actually made any mistake. He like the problems were not on his like the problems were not on his path, sure. Because first we lost Harvard due to an injury, so he had to bring on Lukaku who actually didn't perform very well. So he had to bring on Lukaku who didn't start well. And well Harvard while he was still on the pitch was performing well. Plus Georgino who was I would say shouldn't have actually started the match. Was forced like well was Tukio's hand was like forced to play him because of the injury concerns that Chelsea is like going through. Okay, okay, excuse, excuse, excuse. Chelsea lost and now they've moved two places down the Premier League table. Okay, now I wouldn't actually say it's Chelsea's fault because the goal was very controversial for Masuaku. It was a I think an intended cross, but he ended up at the back of the net, um, catching Edouard Mendy on a ways. Okay, next to the next match, Newcastle United Burnley. What do you have to say about the match with Newcastle winning one by one goal to nil to Burnley? Well, as a Chelsea fan, I'm still I have a soft spot for Newcastle, so I'm actually happy they actually got their first win this season. Oh, first win! That's interesting. Yeah, their first win. They really, really needed it after 15 games. Okay, me, I will actually say one person who stands out at Newcastle is Saint Maximan. Saint Alan Maximan. Yes, I, I don't think that guy should remain at Newcastle because he has a bright future. When he played last night, to be frank, I was, I, I was really afraid of him. He was their playmaker and both their playmaker and their winger so what else do you have to say about newcastle or burnley united well i have to i want to add something concerning the match well it's a, well, it was a very very big match for newcastle and burnley at the same time because like as they call it it was a six-pointer match so them winning that match means they have closed the gap between themselves and newcastle and the club in the 17th position so now they are level appointed Burnley and I think the pressure on the coach has like been reduced. So yeah, that's a good thing for them. And as for Alan Saint Maximan, I think as you said, you should leave the club and like maybe move to a club in the mid table region of the Premier League table. Maybe it's like an Everton or a Leicester City. Okay, interesting. Do you mean like someone like Grealish? Like, do you think Jack Grealish was not ready to move like for a hundred million move to Manchester City? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, like Sir Maximan now, as a player, 
he is just playing for a club that is struggling. So for him to move to a very big club like Masti, as Gillish did, it won't like fit him because as he is right now, he's the type of player that like the type of player that needs to carry a team, not like carry a team. Yes, I understand. Yes, yes. Like he's of the creative sort. Yes. So he needs to move to a th- team where he can he can influence them, like he can go to a team where his level his quality is needed. Not yes. a very big team. That's yes. what we're talking about. Like he'll still be the main man at yes. the team. Yes, like yes. that. So unlike Leon Bailey in Aston Villa. Leon Bailey, <laughs> to be honest, that guy <laughs> he makes me afraid sometimes. Okay, on to the next match. Southampton versus Brighton and Hove Albion. Yes, they actually drew one one, but I, I didn't actually watch the match. I know you did, you're a football freak. <laughs> so what do you have to say about the match? Well, there was a very um, Southampton took the lead. Chiadam, um, sorry, Amando Borja scored the first goal for them. But very, very good goal, very well taken goal. And I'm proud of him because well, he's out, my Chelsea guy from the club, from our academy. He came from our academy, so I'm very, very proud. And but as, I heard that there was a twist in the game. When the and who did it come from? And where in the game was the twist? Well, this the name I'm going to call up now is not going to be a surprise to most football fans. The twist came from Neil Mopai, who is just banging the goals right now for Brighton when it's really needed. And, and when the game did he score? Came in the 97th minute. Luckily for wow. Brighton, luckily for Brighton, they were given extra 10 minutes at like extra 10 minutes were added on the match. So from a free kick which was considered by um, Romeo. Um, mother took the free kick. The defenders, the wall did its job. Then he took it again, like he, he just, retake, like yeah, he rebound. Retake. Yeah, rebound. Then it was like unfortunately, for, fortunately for him, it was like a pass to Mopi who was on just on side because of James Ward pass. Then he now tucked it in. It was a very mm-hmm. good, well taken goal. And this is the second time in two games he's coming, he's leveling, it's bringing him just like winning, giving Brighton a point at the last minute. So that's that's really interesting. Um, it feels like New Pupe must actually feel important in the Brighton squad, which he is. I think he's a very important person in the Brighton and Hove Albion squad. On to the next match. Ah, this match breaks my heart. Like it really breaks my heart. Wolverhampton Wanderers versus Liverpool Football Club. Yes, I watched the match. Yes, I watched the match. And in the 90th minute, the dying seconds of the game, Divock Origi, who is actually said to be a super sub by Jurgen Klopp. First of all, we actually need to consider the fact that. Divock Origi was almost axed from the Liverpool squad, but he actually decided to stay. He could have been in the Wolves squad playing against Liverpool now, but he decided to stay. The price tag for Divock Origi in the summer was 15 million, but Wolves actually placed 22 million on the line for Divock Origi, but he decided to stay. And now we've seen his worth by rescuing Liverpool 3 valuable point on the Premier League table. Now they are second on the table, just one point behind Manchester City. Next on the 
list is Watford Manchester CA. There's a do you actually think their win was a their win away from home was deserved or did they rob Watford of the win? Yeah, they deserved the win. No doubt, they deserved the win. Yeah, I I watched the match. They deserved the win. Like Watford had their moments, but well, they couldn't take their chances. But Masti were just dominant in that match. Well, we have seen in the past where Masti play against Watford, home and home or away, they always tend to dominate. Doesn't the time when Masti beat Watford, he eats eight nil. So. The results wasn't didn't surprise me one bit. I was actually as a Chelsea fan, I was actually praying, hoping and praying that <laughs> you Watford, know that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually hoping and praying that Watford in miracle just happens for Watford so they can even if it's just to pick up your points. Oh, I'm sorry, the miracle you're asking for is just like <laughs> the probabilities of Watford winning is is one in actually in the ten million. <laughs> so, um, fun fact. Watford deprived Ederson Moraes of his hundredth clean sheet in the Manchester Manchester City colours, which why which was why he was actually distraught in the game, like he was actually furious after Watford scored. Um, on to the next game on our agenda was the La Classière, which says El Clasico, German El Clasico between Dortmund and Bayern Munich. Dortmund actually grabbed the win. Three goals to two. I mean, I'm sorry. Bayern grabbed the win. Three goals to two away from home. And they snatched the three points from Dortmund. Jude Bellingham was actually really furious after the game. Which there is a probability that he's going to get a six-month ban from football. It's actually speculation that we don't know if it's true or not. Because his rant was really, really inappropriate and irrelevant on to the next game lens psg the game actually ended one apiece Len, this game was actually um said to be like a walkover for paris and germain but as their last two games now they've gotten two points from their last two games drawing both of them which is actually disappointing considering the squad they have lens actually took the lead Late in the second half, but Jorginho Jorginho Wijnaldum, Jorginho proved to be a super sub for Paris Saint Germain, coming on to score on the 90th minute for Paris Saint Germain. Um, what today is that Lionel Messi is actually beginning to question Maurizio Pochettino's tactical ideas. Well, not from me, from his source. Okay. On to the next, the next score for Saturday, Atlanta Napoli. Atlanta actually got the win against Napoli, three goals to two. Um, Inter continues to disgrace, disgrace their opponents as they traveled to Roma, beating them three goals to nil, further tarnishing the reputation of football legend, football coaching legend Jose Mourinho. Um, Betis. Huh, Betis went to the new camp to beat Barcelona one goal to nil. It was actually a disappointing match for Bar- Barcelona as um first half was really poor from Barcelona. Yes, I'm a national fan, but I support Barca. Yes, first half was really poor from Barcelona. 
Philip Coutinho was not up to it. Um, yes, Gavi. Gavi for Baka, who is an exciting prospect, was actually had to be taken off the pitch by a stretcher. Like he had a very bad injury and was actually taken off of the pitch by a stretcher. Yes, um, the game ended one goal to nil in favor of Betis from a goal with a goal from Juan Mi. Yes, at the 79th minute. Another poor performing star in the Barcelona game was Memphis Depay. Yes, he has eight games, eight goals in the La Liga, but he's proven to be a supposed flop in the Barcelona lineup. Yes, moving on to the Sunday games. Tottenham versus Norwich City. If he goes to Neil Denzel, what do you have to say? Uh, Tottenham, they played very well. Like, all um, Conte has been promising all these Tottenham fans. I think the sports fans, just they saw everything firsthand. Although Spurs had a setback with Sergio Reguilón going off injured in the twenty-third minute, so that was a big blow for them. But they had already made the placement in Ryan Sessegnon, who came off the bench and performed consi considerably well. Um, I won't say Spurs actually dominated the match well, well, because Norwich had their they had their chances, but couldn't take it. Alameda missed a very good chance in the first half, but I really think he should have talked that way because well, Norwich having they have their own problems. They are going goal scoring problems defensively. They started to look tight, but were just not just wasn't their day today. Um, Norwich continues to sit at the bottom of the table. Tottenham has one game outstanding and Arsenal fans, i.e. that is me, are actually praying that Tottenham does not win the match outstanding because if they win, they are going to be higher than Arsenal Football Club on points. Moving on to the Red Devils against Crystal Palace. Yes, yes, we are Arsenal and Chelsea fans respectively, but we have our personal vendetta against Manchester United. But I have no choice but to be happy for Manchester United because this was the beginning of the Ralph Ragnick era. Sorry, um, With winning one goal to nil with the goal coming from Fred. Yes, an unusual name, but coming from Fred. I heard it was a very spectacular goal. I saw it live with my own eyes. It was actually a very fantastic goal. Using driving his weaker foot through the ball outside the box. Yes, do you have anything to say about the Rafragnik era and what we are expecting to see in the coming games? Yes, thank you, Mishina. Um, Manchester United they actually played well. What we well, what all football fans expected from that match, we saw it first hand to those that watched the match. Um, Manchester United pressed. They won, they won the ball back in up the field in Crystal Palace half. They played very well, but I think due to the fact that the United players have like been under social for so long, I actually don't think they'll be able to keep up with this pressing style. Yes. Because Interesting. well, 
I don't sound good, but I think United have some lazy players in their squad. Yeah, I actually do think so. I actually think so. Yeah, because yes, they have more. They tend more to put more energy into playmaking. Yes, like people like Bruno Fernandes. There is no zeal to mark the ball, to chase after the ball. So the the German coach coming in, Rafragnik. Yes, we have seen coach elites like Thomas Tuchel and Jurgen Klopp. They rely more on pressing on the ball. But Manchester United, they feel lax as they just they just played under Oligona Soldier. Yes, what do, what else do you have to say? Yeah, like I was saying, um I don't think a minimum a maximum of five games should be given to United players to see if they can sustain this their pressing style. So if they can, I think if they can't, I think they would be able to they would take it up after a season or two. Because I don't think I actually don't think they will be able to keep it keep it up the for the like for the rest of the season. I know Ragnik is a very good coach, but the squad isn't the very good squad, the very talented squad, but the work rate of the squad isn't good enough. Okay, thank you very much. The Rafragnik era was era was inaugurated from Fred with a goal from Fred, the defensive midfielder of Manchester United. Going on to the next game, Juventus. Juventus actually got the three needed points against Genoa as they got scorers from Codradum and Polo de Bala. Okay. Super Sunday or Super Super Monday rather. Today we're going to be seeing Arsenal travel to Goodison Park to take on Rafa Benitez Everton. Yes, I'm actually watching the match live. Like, who am I not to watch it? I'm an Arsenal fan. Yes, eight o'clock or nine rather. Nine o'clock. Don't be late. Tune in. Thank you very much. Thank you to Denzel. It's an honor to be a podcaster with you. Thank you. See you later. Thank you.